Welcome to episode 154 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about Dr. Seuss and censorship. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, to Nobody's Talking About the Somebody Who Matters. I'm Danny, the host and butter side up specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people are looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Caleb, what's your favorite breakfast food? Um, French toast. Do you, do you use... Um, what ingredients do you use in French toast? In making French toast? Yeah. So the best French toast is mm-hmm. made with Texas style toast as far as bread. And then <clears throat> what you do, not the not the garlic bread that you buy frozen. Let me make that clarification. I was about to ask. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then you, you do egg. And then you put a little bit of milk, vanilla. Egg, you say? And then uh, cinnamon. Is it what color are the eggs? Do you tend to have them? Well, the whites are white and mm-hmm. the yolk is yellow. Do you enjoy green eggs? I do, but only with ham. Green eggs and ham? Yes. You you do like them? Dan, you are? Dan I am? Yeah, I know Dan I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh sure. Do you like green eggs and ham? No. Dan you am? No. Dan, I his name was Sam. I am. Yes. So as he's no, talking his name to him, is Sam, not Sam. I, I do am. not like them. Sam, I am. I thought his name was Sam. I am. Anyway, uh, so so no, I I'm actually a part of the batter bottle, butter battle, uh, the big bad butter book. <laughs> Which what is about? Are you saying? Yeah, that's the thing. The big bad. His name. Book. His name. His name is, is Sam. Sam I, am? I am. Thank wow. you. Yes, I am um, Sam. I am. I am Sam. I and am. I do not like green eggs and ham. So as he's talking to him on the can, he likes to tell him, "I like green eggs and ham, but only from my friend Sam. I am. Mm-hmm. He will not eat them in a box. He will not eat them with a fox. He will not eat them." On Come on, a train. <laughs> he will not eat them without his brain. He w- will not eat them if they're orange. He will not eat them if they're blue. You just gave up on that rhyme. Uh, no. So, so Doctor Seuss has been in the news <laughs> recently. Yes, it is. Uh, he's, you know, how how old is he? <laughs> How many years has he been dead? Dead. <laughs> like he is dead. Um, so, Caleb, what what ha- what happened? What, so, what happened? You know, and I mean that in the current event kind of a sense, and also in the um, global existential sense of what what happened. So, Doctor Seuss is a racist. I don't know if you knew that, <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> Poor Danny. So you know, don't read his books. <sighs> okay. So March the second, it was National Read Across America Day, and some people decided to pull books written by Doctor <laughs> Doctor Seuss uh, because of his portrayal of a few 
racial type characters. Now, for me personally, I thought most of his characters were um, humanoid, but not human. So maybe there's right. some, I think there are a few books that have actual people in them, but I don't really? know. Some of them do. I think, um, oh, and, cat in the hat. Is that real people technically? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. Yes. Uh, but, but the book and I saw it there on Mulberry thing or and to think I, I saw it on Mulberry street. They pulled that because, um, it portrayed people in ways that may not have been good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean... I actually don't know a lot about this, so you're going to have to pull me in. Yeah, so... so Okay. <clears throat> the, these books came out in the 1950s, 19, uh, 60s, and 70s. This it was the height of racial type of things. Now, uh, Dr. Seuss has long employed children's books as a means of getting through very difficult topics in order to help people. The butter battle, the big bad butter battle book, something That's like a that. Dr. Seuss book. Yes, absolutely. Never heard of that. Yeah. They, they're, they're going to war over w- whether butter needs to be on the top side of the bread or on the bottom. And they go to war over it. And that's essentially, he's like anti, like going to war and, racism uh a few of 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 his other books get into the topic of abortion actually um for horton here's a hue all these did i say that right horton here's a who not a hue he horton here's a who i a think who. you said it right yeah um that Hugh. gets into essentially uh abortion essentially kind of but really oh, because it was like it was the issue of race in the 60s he portrayed a few people as kind of very specific um, types of of characters, and 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 they're going back and going like, well, that might have been inappropriate, and um, especially the the Chinese man who uh, is openly called a Chinaman, a Chinaman, which is a sticks. very offensive term today. To be fair, today that's an offensive term. A Chinaman, yeah. Yeah, you you would never use that today because that's not how the term is employed in this manner. Mm. Uh, there's a few other things. If if I ran the the zoo and some other things that they've gone through and kind of determined like, hey, these things are kind of um, offensive in how they're portraying a few groups of people, and so they've pulled them. Uh, others include. On beyond, uh, actually, a few I've never even heard of, but um, it misses the point. I think for for like the banning of books. Let's just call it what it is. We're banning books. Mm-hmm. So at what point do we stop and say, "Are we the baddies? Like, are we like, are we the bad guys here?" Um, yeah, because these things came out in a different time where the way of talking about things was different now granted i'm not claiming it's okay today but i'm claiming if i'm judging the past based on the standards of today of course it's not going to make sense because the time has changed yeah i'm just curious i don't think this is a point but i'm curious how much these four books have fueled the actual racism today six hmm like if they've actually influenced anyone to be more racist, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Just wondering. I mean, you know, 
Let's... We we will not stand back, QAnon. We will not stand here and go along. We will not mask up here or there. We will not. Sorry. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, like I no one has I don't think anybody has gone through a Dr. Seuss book and thought like yeah, no, that's oh, a Chinaman. Kind of, oh, I don't like him. Gosh, I feel yeah, like, like we should stop saying it though. Like seriously, twenty twenty one, we should not be saying it. Um, yeah, like I, I doubt a kid has read that and been like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe who knows. But like, I think that, like, are they banning them or are they just like reprinting them? Or, no, like, they're they not. Re- they're actually doing the opposite. They're pulling them out of circulation. And, and the, who is doing this? The publisher. The publisher. Over Dr. Backlash. Seuss. Well, he died in 91. But like the Seuss company. No, the book publisher. The publishing oh. company. Oh. Yeah. They're saying like, oh, we don't want to offend people, so we're just going to pull the books. Which, by the way, if you own those books, hawk those bad boys on eBay. They're making mad money. They're making that uh, GameStop money right now. Um like seriously they're so hard to find now because everyone bought them up which brings me to another thing that's been going on um i've had a few few different people ask if they need to go buy up christian books because they're watching things unfold watching books get banned on uh the biggest book uh giver in the country which is do you want to take a guess uh, the biggest book giver in the country? Mm-hmm. What, like a publishing company? No, no, no. As in uh, the the place people, people buy the most books. Amazon. Amazon. And they are quietly starting to, to take down and ban a couple of... Well, not ban, but take down a couple of books that then can't be bought through their services. Now, to a certain extent, I think that's fine. But also, yeah. I've had people ask, do they need to be buying up Christian books before they get harder and harder to get because like i'll be honest i Buying do think up christian books i do think there I is a, a world that this is the the next path of this of yeah sure trying to protect the ideology i think that my answer to that would be and we talked about this before mm-hmm. obviously like we do planning mm-hmm. show notes but i i genuinely think that the only book that we should be worried about is the bible mm-hmm um, that is the only book that has actual, you know, that is living, that the Holy Spirit speaks through actively it is the word of God. It mm-hmm. is what God speaks to his people through. Right. Um, and that is the only, you know, like that's, you read the Bible and that is literally God talking to sure. you. Um, and so I think as far as Christian books go, I would be concerned mostly about the bible mm-hmm. to be honest i don't know like if you feel like you need to buy up christian books it's your money um mm-hmm. and if you want to pray about that and think that that's mm-hmm. a good thing to do and you're being a good steward with your money by right. buying up a bunch right. of books and do it right um and, and but i guess it, i don't think it's, it's something not, that we should like go to war over yeah it's it's not the the this it, one thing is happening it's that we're 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 banning dr seuss which feels mm-hmm. horribly dumb um and also had a cat in the hat to make it through that cat is dangerously irresponsible but um on, yeah. on top of that there have been a few groups through uh through facebook that have been getting permabanned and, and purged because of their content now from their perspective they've claimed that their content isn't that um 
offensive or, or it's just Christian ideals. And I was actually a part of a group and the mod actually talked about that. They're not the only group that is getting hit, uh, especially during 2020 towards the end during the election, they all got put on pretty tight reins on being able to post mm-hmm. on being able to approve posts. They had to do that. Many people got uh, put in 30 day timeout because they posted a meme, you know, these kinds of things and i think it's starting to get people a bit worried about um being censored Mm -hmm. um and i think you know all those things together it seems like a fair complaint do you know what i mean the yeah see the bigger picture it's it's not a big deal if a christian meme page goes down right Uh, it's not a big deal if a person goes like hey i'm not gonna like as as a company that they own that book they're like we're gonna we're not printing it they're able to do that i think all these things in conjunction are painting a picture of a world that is trying to quiet the mm-hmm. christian perspective yeah i mean and i think th- i'm just my my take on this is very mm-hmm. i don't know i'm just kind of like <clears throat> honestly maybe i mean it's not good i'm gonna have to I'm trying to have a good attitude mm-hmm. or, you know, a good mindset towards it. But I feel like we've just been like, is it, is it really that surprising to us now? Do we really like not read revelation and think, think that things are going to get better for us and not worse, you know, like, right. And, and in the sense that like, I'm not saying that we should ever stop, you know, if you feel called to to fight for your freedom within these mm-hmm. things, but like when it comes to social media, I'm also confused um, because on one hand, like sure they're letting all these other people talk, but like if they silence Christians, isn't it like still, I mean, I know there's a bunch of legal stuff. I'm just not on top of it all, but mm-hmm. like it's a private company still that we are so, choosing to talk on. So uh, kind of the difference on that, because I have done a little bit of, research into this if they're a a a a publisher or a platform Mm -hmm. um if they're a platform that other it's open to other people to post things it's essentially are they a community board um then if i go on there and post inflammatory things then i get sued because it, it they're a platform they're not a publisher they don't um um what's the term gosh they don't curate the content they 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 give an avenue for people to communicate and there are protections because of the first amendment that are given to platforms publishers on the other hand um if i'm a publisher and i'm i'm putting out a thing through them and it's inflammatory or any of those things and then the company gets sued Mm -hmm. um now, now, uh, Facebook, YouTube, all these things—they've they've given a platform, and they're trying to treat it as if they're, um, a, they they're trying to keep the protections of being a a platform, but also kind of narrow down the perspectives on there and act as a publisher right by by going well this is hate speech and and they're and they're defining uh, kind of hate speech in these terms that are very specific and a narrow to things that match their ideology and this right. is kind of the battle is trying of people trying to be 
part of the community, part of the world to to be able to engage, to speak out in these yeah. kinds of things. And so my, and, and I, I do think this is is concerning. I mean, there's plenty of yeah, concerning things exactly. in this. Yeah, I was talking about all of this kind of with my mom the other day. And, and I think mm-hmm. that there is a healthy amount of concern. Right. I think that is a healthy way to put it. We should be concerned, but like... I I feel like people's trust is shifting away from trusting in God to mm-hmm. trusting in this platform that they have to speak on. Like, at what point mm-hmm. did we switch from social media being the most important avenue of telling people about Jesus mm-hmm. um, from just the people around us in our life, physically in front of us? You know, like, the the church was founded on on people talking to people. There was no social media or any of this stuff, and God moved through that. And I feel like, I'm not saying that it isn't concerning or anything, Mm -hmm. I feel like we need to shift back to trusting in God that he's going to speak, um, that he's going to speak love and truth and and show them the gospel, open their eyes to the gospel without social media. That it shouldn't be that, like, Mm -hmm. this thing that we think is the most primary thing. Um, In my mind, like, what people around you are you talking to about mm-hmm. jesus and and are you worrying more about actually leading people to christ or posting memes christian memes on a page i don't think that's what people are doing you know like i don't think that's really the priorities people have but right i think that right. well, well it's too, easy to get too concerned is my point yes but to a fair amount of people this it's it it's also their community i mean there is especially COVID times uh this became mm-hmm. community because they told all the people to stay home um and people have made uh connections through these things i think it's an avenue of connection i mean that was the whole goal is connect people that's why it's called social media because uh the goal is connect people to other people sure um i and and i i don't disagree i do think it is important to to go out and to actually talk to actual people and not screens, but it is a, a method of communication that's being applied in an unfair kind of a manner that is concerning. Um, yeah, like, and, and, and at the same time, I do also, I, I have this odd balance of this is really disturbing to me. And also I don't super care a lot either at the same time and i'm holding both Mm -hmm. um because of of uh, of the understanding that that this there will come a day that this is gonna happen i'd say as we creep closer and closer to it yeah um but i do think it's a thing that we have to push back against in a a manner that is glorifying to god yeah and And i think i think that Here's another thing is I think oftentimes I feel like on the internet, we like to, we like to feel like everyone is called to fight for this thing mm-hmm. when that's just not reality. And I think that like there could be, I, I just have a problem and this is not even this, but just other things, um, you know, other things that people are specifically feel like they're called to fight for mm-hmm. within, um, you know, whether it's politics, whether mm-hmm. it's this, but like, I feel like if you're, if you feel called to genuinely, you know, push back against mm-hmm. these social media companies and into, you know, legally and 
and be a representative of the Christian community to them of like, okay, I want to fight against this thing. I think that what you're doing is wrong. Like, can we do that without feeling like we're pressuring other people to be super concerned about this thing? If that makes sense? Like, no, it doesn't. Sorry. It doesn't. No. Can you clarify what you mean by pressuring people? Cause I to feel not be super concerned to, in the sense that I feel like people push this calling mm-hmm. onto other people, even though that's something that oh. they're passionate about. Yeah. And they want like other people around them to be just as passionate about. And I feel right. like they can get frustrated sometimes when they're not right. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. That make more sense? Kind of like if taking it to the extreme of if I don't, if I'm not a part of this, then it's because I, 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 I don't have faith in Jesus kind of a thing. And right. And that there's been a fair right, amount yeah. of that. Like Christians, right. this is the time to rise up. Exactly. Yes. I'm like that. That's the part that I'm like, well, is this, I mean, you know, Dr. Seuss is cool and all, um, mm-hmm. but, and, and I get it's a, it's a bigger point, but I do think it's still important to, if, if the Christian's call is to stand up a, against injustice then that needs to be done to me from two different perspectives the first is in a manner that is glorifying to god that doesn't compromise the gospel or turn people off to it mm-hmm. other than through the conviction of the holy spirit right um if if i could paraphrase that it would be the standard christian don't be a batol yeah. um like <laughs> they should hate a person because they're a follower of jesus not because they're a jerk right. uh it, but also, two, um, they they need to to battle injustice on the fronts of injustice and not just pick and choose. Right. Um, if 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 this person is being persecuted because of this thing, then I need to apply that standard across the board. If 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 that's the standard of truth, then the standard of truth gets applied in a consistent manner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's another issue of it the thing i've watched in politics for the past year is that um both ends have now descended to the same level Mm -hmm. one end didn't rise up and take the moral high ground nope that did not happen we're now both on the level playing field of just criticizing the one group of doing the thing that we did the other time yeah. And vice versa. Right. And and if it's wrong, then it's wrong now. Yeah. Right. And I, I think, I mean, through all of this, like I, I guess my prayer for people is that we would realize what our purpose here on earth is mm-hmm. as Christians. That it is to tell others about the gospel and to glorify Christ through mm-hmm. him sanctifying us. You know, like, and I think that we've honestly just lost sight of that lately that we th- we've been putting our hope in these <clears throat> tiny things whether it's this or whether it's something else and and i think it's taken our eyes away from the gospel through us feeling what like we're fighting for it mm-hmm. you know and and that's what i'm saying is i think that god has called specific people to to genuinely fight for our freedoms in in politics and in mm-hmm. stuff like this, but we need to, I, I think it's easy to get angry about these things, but, and I think that there is, like I said, like kind of going back to like people being called to this. I think that mm-hmm. there's 
a righteous anger towards things like this. Right. That it is actively pushing against, um, you know, proclaiming Christ mm-hmm. in some ways. And, and in that, I think, sure, if you're called to that, do it. If not, I think like, like we were talking about earlier, there's a healthy level of concern, but what is your calling? What have you prayed about it? Do you know what, what God has, has led you to do through this gospel movement, through the great commission? And, and are you focusing on the fact that people need to hear Jesus or that are you whining that you don't have the freedoms that you want? I mean, we look back at Roman times where Christians Mm -hmm. were just, okay, like we think that we have a bad, like they genuinely were like, you know, a a very small minority that the Romans did not like at all. It was was Mm -hmm. very actively, they were told that, you know, like it's not something that was just like, oh, you know, I think our government might have a disliking towards us. They're starting to censor us. It was like, yeah, no, we, uh, Christians, we, yeah, we don't like you, you know, like, and so I, what ways can you be looking at your, what God has called you to specifically and hitting the ground running towards that? Because we are a body of Christ. We all don't Mm -hmm. all need to be the hand, you know, like we need to focus on all different parts, but still being connected. Like we need to be praying for those people and we Mm -hmm. need to be praying towards these goals that, that Christ is, you know, moving through these people mm-hmm. to let us have these religious freedoms and stuff. But we also need to be doing the work in what God has called us to do. And I feel like we've kind of lost sight of that. I could, sure, I could be wrong. Maybe well, I'm just. Well, getting... I mean, I I think the 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 issue is the weirdos are being the loudest and being given the most attention. Those that are doing it the the most poor are getting the most attention, and, and that's the the. Uh, uh, the bigger kind of an issue in there is that mm-hmm. the crazy yeah. QAnon conspiracy theorist that said Trump, he was going to be inaugurated today, March 4th here. Let me check. Uh, nope. Didn't happen. Um, so QAnon people, it's time to jump on that one. I mean, jump off that one. So, cause you're wrong and that's called false prophecy. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, those persons are being given the platform, Form. And I guess the part I get concerned about is because of 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 too many people going. Well, another person's going to do it, so I'll just uh, not do it. Or this person's doing it poor, and I'm not going to be grouped into them. And that's just deferment of a responsibility. No, right. I'm I'm all about. We have to caution the way it's done, but the the thing that I think beats people down and taking all all of that out to the point that they censored themselves is by taking out the hope and mm-hmm. and and, yeah. and that's a part that i do have in an issue on that i'll occasionally comment on things on facebook just because i i i know it's going to fail but someone had to actually put it out there um and I know it's going to fail and I know no one's going to pay attention and I know these things, but at the end of the day, I had to do that because I thought it needed to be stated and I try and do it in a manner that's God glorifying. Um, mm-hmm. 
to not do that or or to 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 not take the opportunity to give grace and truth to a person at the same time because uh it's no one's gonna pay attention well, well there's plenty of times prophets got called to go speak to people and god told them like and they're not gonna pay attention and no one's yep. gonna come to christ because of it but it's our duty it's our part in this right. to give the opportunity to decline mm-hmm. um and to decline on on the basis that they have a hatred towards jesus christ not I'm telling them that they're dumb and an idiot and a sheeple and they need to wake up. Right. I, th- I think in, instead of just going, hey, don't do it, the better thing is be honest about the w- way it's being done and be honest about a person's intention in doing it. If their intention is, I'm going to own the lib tards i don't know yeah. if i can say that one or or teach those snowflakes you, you know owning the snowflakes or any of that right um then you know it may get a couple of clicks on the internet and giggles uh but the witness of christ is damaged at that point i yeah. feel and i think you brought up a great point in the fact that that the loudest voices are the ones that mm-hmm. might not be the most truest groups right and i think that's that's very true and i don't think that that's like the the whole i don't know if you've ever heard of like the man with the microphone uh metaphor in the sense that Mm -hmm. um whoever has the microphone Mm -hmm. they're the one who define what truth is ultimately is as far as what is being projected Mm -hmm. out in the media they define the Um, perception of truth yes exactly so like it's not actual truth but and i think that that's kind of what you're bringing Mm -hmm. up and what it's easy to look at everything going on Mm-hmm. And to see that, you know, oh, there is no hope, or or to see that the people leading or representing Christians are these people who we might not think are the best representatives, mm-hmm. when in reality, like the only truth that we need to be listening to is what Christ is mm-hmm. leading us to do. And that was kind of my point before: is that don't pay attention to all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that. And, and I want to be careful about saying pay attention. Like, I think that there's there's a difference between, like, having your attention on that thing and, like, keeping up to date on what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think that we should be, we should be up to date and knowledgeable about Absolutely. things. But yeah. also, like, what is Christ called you to specifically mm-hmm. do? And are you listening to him or are you listening to other people? Sure. And, and even if they're Christians... I know that God can speak through people, but like what has Christ mm-hmm. called you to do? I really like, I mean, it's hard. Like I'm not saying I'm perfect at this at all, but mm-hmm. like really like reading God's word, being in the community and, and, um, you know, praying about I, what, what God is mm-hmm. called you to specifically I, and focusing on that mission and that goal um, and how I you guess can support if, people around you. If there's anything I was kind of, pushing that's not the right term you know i love you um Mm -hmm. the the part i'm more wanting to work the wording i guess um is is the part in not everybody needs to do it because it it comes and i know this isn't the thing that you said and the thing i heard and the thing that you said are different which is a whole other issue Mm -hmm. um but the thing the brain got to it was so don't do it um and and that's yeah, no, not no. that's not well like i my my background the the 
you know, there's a passage in scripture that's actually been very influential to me personally of, um, comes from Isaiah chapter 62 verses one through two. Caleb, do you want to give that a read? Yep. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not be quiet until her righteousness goes forth as brightness and her salvation as a burning torch. The nations shall see your righteousness and all the kings your glory, and you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give. So for the, I mean, just my personal background on this one is um, if I didn't speak up all the times I thought it was going to fail, I would just not say anything. I mean, that's mm-hmm. part of the speech impediment thing is, is I had to start this knowing there would be plenty of times of, um, it's going to fail. It's mm-hmm. going to go poorly and it's going to be hard and I'm going to cry a lot. And if I can get through all those facts, then I'll be fine. <laughs> like, um, yeah. and, and then I, I, I got to this passage at a point in going through scripture and it just spoke in a different kind of a manner to me, not as in like, I have a new revelation. You, the seeing stones will tell us, mm-hmm. um, it's a Mormon joke. And if you're offended, okay. Um, <laughs> But like, like this idea of uh, that's probably bad timing on that. My bad, yo. Um, the this idea of I I I can't keep quiet, mm-hmm. and and that's the point that I'm I'm kind of trying to get at is w- during these times of of all all the censorship because it is censorship, but we can't be quiet because the idiots are screaming louder. Um, Mm -hmm. It's more important to speak up at this point, but to do it in a manner that is to the glory of God. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more important to speak up. It's more important to be, to be open about our our faith, to, to talk about the glory of God, to talk about grace, to talk about mercy, to talk about the the love of God to talk about these things because the other people are saying, wake up sheeple and screaming then really random things on the internet and posting um, theologically poor memes that always end off by saying type amen if you agree. And that's not how that works. And I mean, I think that's not how prayer works, Caleb. Like what people, what people are you talking to in person? I genuinely think Mm -hmm. that's the most important thing. I don't give rats patoot about i don't know if that's a word but about social media Mm -hmm. it's an avenue though i mean no no for sure it's an avenue but if all of these people are loud in on social media Mm -hmm. and sure like it's influencing these people who need christ to view Mm -hmm. christians a certain way but what if a christian who's actually in their life in front of them Mm -hmm. is is genuinely praying for them Mm -hmm. and is wanting and is a representative of Christ of his love of his truth in a gospel in, in a gospel presentation you know like I think that the people around you in person mm-hmm. is more important than online I just genuinely believe that and going back to like the censorship mm-hmm. like I said like I think some people are called to that not everyone like and I the way I know that is because <coughs> I genuinely feel zero calling to say anything um, to speak out mm-hmm. about social media stuff happening um, to these companies and or on the mm-hmm. actual platform. I feel zero calling to do that. I feel like the spirit has not led me at all to do that. Mm-hmm. And But I do feel like a sense of guilt from some people 
on these platforms like you're talking about like wake up sheeple all these like things that right like that i should be fighting against this i should be doing that when that's just simply Mm -hmm. not true for everyone right but but i I do think the thing i'm trying to say is don't give them that ability to do that because they're off anyway right it, i i think it's important to if i've been given a platform allegedly um to to speak that that needs to be given to the glory of god um even if it's posting food picture i posted food picture tonight because i actually thought that would be more pleasant on people's uh a feed than another random covid thing mm-hmm. um but but <laughs> i think that's a a if if i've been given a an opportunity to speak, even though it may not be in person, it can still have an impact. Now, I do think all those things are, especially in our modern day technological age, where people are quarantining and all these things, um, the the digital contact can still be important. And also the face-to-face contact is important. I don't think they're as opposed to each other as it's coming off. I don't off think they're they opposed are. at all. I think one's more important though. I, I think they're both different means of communication yes yeah i'm not i'm not trying to rank them i'm 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 trying to say they're both like ways yeah, the spirit to communicate move, the gospel the spirit can move through either one just as i mean it's literally up to mm-hmm. him you know it's up to god on what and that like that's literally what i was saying before like what do you feel like god is calling you to do mm-hmm. now, this is a fine line you know like this is a line of um you know like where where god is calling you do you do you be loving you know do we need to be more harsh with like you know righteous anger Mm -hmm. and and like what where has god called you has he called you to do you feel called to talk to people in person do you feel called Mm -hmm. to minister online do you feel Mm -hmm. called to do both like figure that out because we can say all this stuff but like ultimately it's wherever god is calling you specifically and it doesn't matter what the mass majority is doing. Mm-hmm. It matters what God is saying to you and what he's calling you to do specifically. Um, and I guess that's me and Danny's point, right? I mean, like, ultimately that, like... All platforms are given our opportunities to communicate. And I think all of them are important just in different means mm-hmm. i uh, i mean the face-to-face is important i'm not trying to say it's not also the digital is important i can't um i can only think of a really horrifying example so i'm going to talk until i find another one in my head uh if i'm going and and proclaiming to be a christian in my my kind of day-to-day and then my uh facebook feed is like just the f word like mm-hmm. every day and i mean just the f word nothing else beside of it then then clearly yeah that's that's also a communicative tool of that i'm using poorly mm-hmm. uh not to the glory of god um right but i i i i think to your point there's plenty of people that are trying to claim the thing they're doing is to the glory of god that just isn't and i think that's the thing that you're pushing back on especially on the internet mm-hmm. i mean a v- 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 video just came out of the um people that stormed the capitol and in there they took time to pray and give thanks to god and i would have never been so like I-, I was sick to my stomach on that one yeah i'm like 
uh, God ain't in this. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Tell me the part that you think God is in on this. Right. That I, I, that to me was 100% horrifying. But to them, they're positive this is a thing that, well, no, no. God gave us Donald Trump, and he's going to be inaugurated today on March 4th. Hold on. Let me check another website. Uh, no, still not. Sorry, guys. Um yeah. I mean, but 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 all that to say that the our our standard of is a thing to the glory of God has to be checked against Scripture. I mean, as it tells us in Matthew chapter seven, that not every one who says to me Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And on that day, many will. Say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will, I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of law, of lawlessness. And I, I think to a fair amount of them, there's this righteous indignation that's been applied that doesn't actually need to be there. They've dragged God through the flaws of conservatism and tried to use them interchangeably. And that's the part I have a problem on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, going back to, I mean, and I think we just disagree on this, but I do think there's something to be said about in person. Like, I, I think that that should be held as a higher form of the means of, you know, preaching the gospel to mm-hmm. people or not even preaching, but just communicating the gospel to people. Because like, if you're not doing that in person, like I genuinely think it's important a, because we are created for a community in mm-hmm. person, like sure. COVID is a thing, mm-hmm. but in person community, their discipleship is going to be best in person. And I know that's just true. Mm-hmm. I am. I mean, I thinking back to COVID when I had my discipleship group on zoom and when I was just, you know, texting and calling mm-hmm. people um, like, it's just it right. inferior in my opinion. And I, I don't think, like I said, I'm not saying that God can't move through that. I, right. He can do whatever he wants, but I think it is, it is better to have, I would at least say, like, try to have people in your life that you are praying for and ministering to in person because you're right. going to be able to relationally connect with them better than online. Right. Um, but that's not to be said. And like you said, they're just different, you know. But I do think that in person is more important, in my opinion. But I don't think they need to be ranked, is kind of the thing I'm saying. It is I I don't think they're at odds. That's kind of the a, a big trend in Christianity that I I've just never understood that this has to be more important than this. Well, and I like, think it needs to be ranked both. because all the censorship going on. The people are putting their hope in these mm-hmm. social media companies that when these things fall away, that they're going to act like there's no way to minister the gospel, like they're not able I, to have I, free I don't speech. Know. I feel like that might be an oversimplification a bit, to be honest. Like ah. I, I think this is an an avenue of communication. I'm not discounting the in person. That's a hundred percent important. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is an avenue of communication. And and there's even people I've 
a met that I've I've I never talked to them in person, but their impact is still there even though they're in uh you know they're like ten states away. Um, yeah. You know that impact is still important even yeah, if I never meet them face to face. But I guess I think the Holy me, Spirit can move through these things, like no yes. doubt. But my point is, I I would encourage people to view in person relationally relationships as more important because the the social media in the online wave although it is mm-hmm. something that is useful like it is not something that we should put our hope in as the most important thing and that's my point is well, i'm not talking to the people who you're assuming we're putting our hope in it though that's kind of the thing i'm i'm claiming this is an avenue that that they they are important that in person is important i'm mm-hmm. not diminishing any of that an avenue of communication a a medium of communication is digital and that's been an important avenue of communication and a platform i don't think it's i i i don't think ranking them is as as important of a deal like i don't think they're they're conflicting to a point that i have to prioritize one over the other now i do think there's tech addiction absolutely that if i'm if i'm being asked to go out bowling instead i'm like no thanks i have to uh play minecraft i love minecraft i don't know why i threw them under the bus but if i'm um dipping out on the personal exchange because I'm scared of the physical interaction, then yeah, I do think that's problematic. But as an avenue of communicating the gospel, this is an avenue that people are given and they're able to do it through there. I just don't think it's important to say they're ranked because it's just mode of communication. I mean, I I do, and I'm not talking to the people that that don't have this this sense that they mm-hmm. need to be online. I'm talking to the people, you know, and encouraging the people that feel like that this censorship thing is is the end of everything and that, sure. and that this is going to cause problems and I mean sure it will, but like my point mm-hmm. is that first and foremost God created us to connect with each other in person, you know, like in relationship with each other mm-hmm. and i think that that's that's my reasoning behind that is mm-hmm. that i think that and i don't like i said i'm not saying that everyone has this view of that online is more important than in person or even that it is more important to them but the fact that if if you even have a sliver of hope in that you know that and even if in person is taken away even if all the christians mm-hmm. are separated like I know that God can still move through this. Sure. You know, like and and that's my point is really I A, I just want you to to focus on God and focus on your relationship with him and put all of your hope in him. That's that's my the main thing that's burning within me is that you would realize that Absolutely. we don't need anything that that it is just God that sustains us and that is pushing this movement forward that we just get to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, and I, I think I was driving back from North Carolina and I was driving through Durham and I was, had the radio on and like it turns JD, JD yeah, Greer's like sermon yeah. clicked on for some reason. And that's what he was talking about. Cause like, Greer runs Durham. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But, like my... he was talking about the Great Commission and how like he, he we we are not um like how they all these all of them were itching to go out and you know to mm-hmm. to preach the gospel, but like God's main point is that like that I don't need you. That we mm-hmm. I'm moving through you. Okay. Yeah. Like and and that's that's my main yeah my main thing is that I want you to truly and this is something that I'm I'm going through myself too. Like I'm and I think that's why I'm so passionate about it is that like I want to you realize how much you are not like important to this and that like God is moving through you and that we get to be grateful and glorify God through him being the only thing that sustains us, mm-hmm. nothing else. And so when we are at that point, we're able to look at everything that's going on in the world and see all of it and go, my God's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And he can move through anything. Mm-hmm. He can do whatever he wants and that his people are going to advance and it will right. grow in numbers day by day because he's bigger than all of it. Right. And that's my main sure my main ab- thing. Absolutely. I mean, as, as as far as like digital content goes, the thing I feel strong about is that even like Gospel Outpost, it was founded because there was a plethora of just really stupid Christian content um, that it was, I mean, you know, blog articles, they were like, here's the seven best steps to prancing in the freedom of the Lord. And it would be just like seven things that make no sense at all. Mm. Um, and I got tired of that. Uh, and, and, and understood that there that there were a ton of people on 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 digital platforms on on Facebook, Instagram, all these things that there's there's access to all the information out there, and no one was like trying to get to it. Mm-hmm. And and over time, I I you know, gosh, please do not go back and read my first blog post, because um, it sucks. Like it's, <laughs> I've gotten much better over time. Yeah. But but kind of the stated goal is through the avenue of new media to proclaim gospel. And 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 I guess that's the point I'm not willing to back down on because it is a an opportunity that I have that I hope I'm doing in a God glorifying way. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it can be done in the grace and love that's been given to me through Christ in it, to be honest, to kind of overpower the dumb stuff that's out there. And that's an uphill battle too, because there's a plethora of dumb stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so that's kind of the, the, the point I I'm I'm I guess not pushing back on because I don't disagree on anything you said, um, but of this is an opportunity I think I've been given to do this in this manner through like blogs, videos, books, podcasts, all this through new media. Actually, books is crazy old media, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to give a a stronger bible understanding and theological depth right of this is the avenue i'm given mm-hmm. um i mean even on this thing i've i've been way open like i'm more prone to call out a christian on this than a non-christian uh, yeah. because i understand where i am and what i'm doing but mm-hmm. there's still there there needs to be that check because and i think the thing both of us 
wholly agree on is that this interchangeability of God and conservatism is killing both conservatism and the church, mm -hmm. um, which I think both of us can yeah. agree on that, that uh, Trump isn't the God incarnate that he's made to be. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, nope. Still not inaugurated. It's checked again. Yep. Yep. And I've actually checked three different websites. Uh, um, in, in this, this tie to politics and being, being ungracious in politics isn't yeah. giving glory to God. It's not, it's, it's being loud and obnoxious, but, mm -hmm. um, n n n not for the sake of Jerusalem, not for, and 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 by that it means God's kingdom. It's not towards God's kingdom. It's towards the kingdom of man. And and that's been one of the biggest issues in Scripture is the problem of scope. Is is people thought well God's going to come back and He's going to save this country. Yep. Um. Mm -hmm. And instead he came back and died on a cross. I mean yep. that was Palm Sunday. I still Palm Sunday is coming up, and I'm going to complain about it then. I yep. complain about it every single year. Why we celebrate Palm Sunday. I don't know. It is a testament to not understanding the point. Yeah. <laughs> like, like palm branch, political symbol, Jesus is going to save Jerusalem. Um, yeah. But that didn't happen, at least not in the way they thought. Right. And you that's know. what's like, yeah. And that's, that's what's crazy. And we fall into that just over mm -hmm. and over again. Like history truly repeats itself, right. even in God's people. It's that, a weird comfort in that kind yeah. of like... <laughs> I mean, I think we that's, that's why the Bible is so applicable. We haven't committed new sins. Yeah. It's the same sin, Literally. just different. Um, and I mean, yeah, because they thought that mm -hmm. Jesus was, or the Messiah was going to be yeah. this big war leader and that he was going to yeah. come fight against Rome. But the way that God did it mm -hmm. is more impactful than that would have right. ever been. Right. And that in a, in a government that mm -hmm. actively suppressed christians right that god's people advanced right. rapidly and that the, right. the bible was translated into thousands of different languages and like mm -hmm. it's insane you know like yeah and and i think all also both of us can can agree on encouraging people use your voice in a manner that is god glorifying mm -hmm. um if yes. you're at the grocery store you are the missionary to the grocery store. Uh, if you're at Duncan, who, by the way, we I'll take your sponsorship money um, and your coffee, whatever. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, you are the missionary to Duncan, right? If you are scrolling through Facebook, you are in a weird way, the missionary to Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, instead of Roman oppression, you have robot algorithm, but whatever, you know, it's a little different. Um, <laughs> very yeah. different but but it wherever you are the context that you've been given you are the missionary to that place yeah. and if there is a place that that god cannot go and cannot be king of god doesn't do good at taking scraps mm -hmm. and i think that's the bigger thing is wherever you are if i'm dead to my if if i'm dead to me and alive in jesus christ then wherever i am is the opportunity to proclaim the gospel Right, literally. Period. Full stop. I mean, Amen. literally. I was at the gas station mm -hmm. this morning, and I pull in. I get out of my car, and this guy walks mm -hmm. up to me, and he's like, "Like, hey, I mean, I need, I need money for underwear." Mm -hmm. I was like, "Okay, 
Dope. All and right. and I was That's like, "That's a first." Gonna be honest. Thing. Here's the yeah. thing, bro. I don't have money. All right, I'm a 20 year old kid, and I have five bucks of cash. So here you go. You can have that. But I was like, "What I do have for you? Underwear." Is and he prayer. gladly just tore them off and hit. Sorry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Actually, did, have these. This is terrible. I did because no, I was stop, traveling. Stop. I literally offered it because I felt stop. bad. I was like, "Bro, I have some underwear if you want it." And he was like, Stop. nah, man. I was like, no. okay, I could totally get it. All right. <laughs> no. Hey, what am I supposed to do? The man wanted underwear. I have underwear, but I get it. That's weird and it's gross, but I thought I'd offer it just in case he wanted to take me up on it. I didn't know how strong his need was for it. But anyways, point of the story is that I'll like, never recover from that. <laughs> Hey, I'm not proud to admit it. All right. No, I. I'm not proud. I just. I said it as a joke. I didn't know you actually did it. I actually think it's kind of baller. Like you want mine. I don't know. Like it's kind of the same as giving the shirt off your back, but but it's more of giving the cloth off your butt. Yeah, but I I said like okay, I have literally I had a five dollar bill. I was like, this is all I have as far as cash. Right. But like, what I can do for you is pray for you mm-hmm. and like. So we prayed and he, he said he was a Christian and mm-hmm. he like told me a bit about his life and that, you know, he was in prison and has been out and he's mm-hmm. trying to look for work. And so like I prayed for him to look for work and, mm-hmm. and that God would provide for him and that, and he would provide money and that he would let him be, you know, that he would be a good steward of that mm-hmm. money. Um, and, and the moral of all this story is that like literally what you're saying, where do you go? Just be ready for God to right. use you. Right. And like, it's easy to look at that and be like, oh, wow, Caleb, so cool. That's I did nothing. I did nothing. The The Holy Spirit interceded and you he's the only underwear. one. I did. <laughs> I offered him some, my literally filthy rags. <laughs> That's all I had. So, <laughs> but it's, it's the Holy Spirit that works in you. So like, I would encourage you, like, what ways can you let the Holy Spirit work through you mm-hmm. and and realize yeah. that like yeah. it was nothing that I I, I could ever right. do. I didn't even do anything for him. I right. did nothing for him, literally. And um and at like I do think censorship's gonna get worse before it gets better. But that's because I've read the Bible. Um and the the answer to that isn't to go on angry tirades of a political nature. The answer is um praise God in the storm, praise God yes. in the calm, mm-hmm. praise God because in the end, you know, we, we kind of have the end God. It's not that God will win. It's that God already has. Right. Uh, and if I can't praise God in the middle of all of it and, and take these trials as a, an opportunity to grow in my faith and praise God, mm-hmm. um, then I, 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 the gospel is still working in us. Yeah. Um, but praise God and keep speaking through all the avenues that God gives us. Yes. Be good stewards of those opportunities and keep speaking. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just pray yeah. for the Holy spirit to work through you. I mean, mm-hmm. I, what it's, I think it's in, mm, I don't know. I want to say Galatians where Paul's says, you know, if I think that I'm something, I'm deceiving myself because I am nothing. And that, we are nothing. Sure, that sounds depressing, but it's mm-hmm. literally we can't do anything. We are helpless in our sin, right? And God saved us, and we're helpless in helping God, but mm-hmm. He's moving through us. And I think that's an important thing yeah. to focus on. And if you ever feel burdened, like oh, I just I can't do this, you're right. 
you can't do it. Correct. And you were never supposed to. Yeah. So in all of that, know that God has infinite power to sustain you and move through you. And yeah. Yeah. So Caleb. Yes. When you pulled into the gas station, <laughs> did it leave skid marks? No. It how, did not. How about the car? <laughs> Zing! I'm so sorry. Gosh. I'm that's straight up a poop joke. Okay, and they weren't used underwear. I need to clarify. I mean, they were washed. They were used, obviously, but they were clean as far as no that incorrect it doesn't incorrect it, I if know. you wash underwear I know. they're still dirty <laughs> i just i just don't want people to think that i offered him my literal like hey, used underwear listen i i've shared deodorant i will not share underwear yeah this is not what i want to get into at the end of our show hey we want to hear from you yes on literally anything but the last 30 seconds of what we've talked about um we want to hear from uh, you and 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 your thoughts on being able to speak to use our voice to glorify God and to praise Him in, in the middle of all these things. We want your thoughts, mm-hmm. and there are a couple of places that you're able to give us these thoughts, at least for now, because yes. it was an episode talking about censorship. You can go to thegospeloutpost.com/slash nobody special. There's a form there where you can either say hello or ask us questions. We would love to hear your thoughts or what God is doing in your life and how he's moving through you. Um, or if you just want to say hello and you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at nobody special podcast where you can follow us there. You can, uh, comment. We'll see your questions and hellos there as well. And you can DM us. Um, and then also lastly, YouTube, give us a subscribe if you would like. And, that always helps support us mm-hmm. and um, you can comment there as well if you want to reach out to us. But. Whoa, no way. What? Trump just got inaugurated. Really? No. Oh. Mm. No. Sorry, guys. Jump off the Q train. <laughs> the QAnon train. The Q train would have been such a better name. Anyway. Well, Caleb, I think that is going to do it for us today. Yes. So I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are... Nobody's Nobody special. special.